We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Hello, everybody. It's your boy, Tony the Hitman Horton, and we're here with another session of Impulse. And I get to interview today the Todd Father. What? Oh, yeah. In case you guys don't know who we are, you get a chance to finally find out a little bit about us and give a little bit of our background and why we are the way we are and why we're so passionate about the things that's everything pop culture. Um, Todd, how long have we known each other? I mean, we've known each other for... Oh, good oof. Lord. I didn't expect you to answer me that one. Hell, I... Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> Oh, it's it goes back to it goes back to hit videos days. Yeah, is it? It's, my God! So, what's that? 15, 16 15, years. 16 years? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Because I and I've known the experience like twenty, and then hell, I think yep. I met you not too long. So yeah, probably about, probably about 50, anywhere between fifteen and seventeen years, something like that. Yeah. And the one thing that brought us together when we met each other, we were, we were all sitting around just talking about the things that we're talking about now. Yeah, we all, um, we all comic nerds, spazzes. Yeah. 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 Hey, like-minded people like being around people with the same kind of like mind. So. Thank God, it's a grown man that talked to me about comic books without looking at me funny. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how did you get started into the the pop culture comic world well one of my well, early... how did how did your adventure oh how did I, how did I get into it one of my earliest yeah. memories in life is uh is reading a batman comic book on my parents bed in my hometown i was two three years old i've been really? i can't i can't i can't remember a time in my life that i couldn't read and I got into comics like real, real, real. I, I love Batman as a kid, so okay. yeah, I, that's 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 really one of my earliest memories. I've I've been reading so long that I I can't remember learning how to read. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 kind of according to my according to my dad, I'm weird. A lot of people would consider us. Weird to an extent with the amount of nerd <laughs> yeah. that spews from us. You know, it's it's not one of those. I remember when there was a time to where being a nerd was like the thing not to be. Yeah, it, was, you it know. used to be shameful. But the trick is, yeah, once once the MCU hit, it it became like cool. But it's it's really yep. still not. It's still not cool to be like the comic book guy from the Simpsons. That ain't cool. What they what they think is cool as a nerd is like if you like uh Barry Allen from the T V Flash. That that's as nerdy yeah. as they want to get. Oh look at him. He's yeah, that that some bitch is, you know, not not the basement dweller. The basement dweller still yeah. ain't cool. I call them I call them surface nerds. Surface nerds, yeah, they're, they're just getting started. They 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 latch on to something that's, and it's just from one particular media. Yeah, it's it's, it's nerd chic. It's nerd. It's geek yeah. chic. 
it's geek chic, you know, it's, oh, look at him, and, you know, oh, yes, I, you know, and it, usually the type that when you talk to them, yeah, they can tell you everything that happened in the movie, but if you ask them something that happened in a book, yeah, they done. It's basically like, you know, some of your surface ringer, Lord of the Rings fan, you know, oh, yeah, I love Lord of the Rings, and I know I'm so knowledgeable about Lord of the Rings, really? Well, who's, you know, Tom Bombadil, who? Because Tom wasn't in the movie, so they got no damn clue. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, you you've you've been reading since you could. Yeah, I, I've been reading since as far as you as yeah, far as, as you far can as remember. I remember. And, and, and Batman was the thing that got you started. Oh yeah, the I, lure I, of Batman. I used to self-identify as Batman. Oh, you got <laughs> to explain true. that. What? I mean, hell, from from the ages of. Like two or three to, I don't know, maybe about five or so. Yeah, I would, you know, if you went, who are you? I might go on Batman. <laughs> you know, I had my favorite tile. I had my one of my mom's tiles that had like blue on it. That was my that was my uh -huh. Batman tile. That you know, I that they'd have to safety pin around my neck because I was too little to do it myself. And I had a utility belt, and hell, I had a Batmobile. And a bunch of the Mego toys and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I would. I might say I was Todd, depending on my mood. I might go. I'm Batman. You know. It's, <laughs> I did that. I did that until I transitioned into being Godzilla. You know, about the time I hit school. You know, <laughs> I would scrunk around yeah. the house. I'd scrunk around the house and you know set my set my parents' coffee table on fire with radioactive fire from my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I used, I used to play Monster so much that uh, I can remember my teacher, like one of my teachers called my mom and was like, yeah, you, you totally got to stop him from doing that. Because, yeah, I, I was stomping around Tokyo, a.k.a. school. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah. And that's imagination at, at its best, folks. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 often, I often... Kids nowadays, if... if Well, the thing is, yeah. kid, kids nowadays, yeah. if you do that, if, hell, the parents may take them seriously. Oh, you, you Godzilla, are you? Well, you know, I'm going to rub the tub full of water and you just live here from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, so, I'll... So, continuing with the Batman thing... I mean, I understand why mine was Spider-Man. He was he was the one that had that mysticism about it. You know, it was always that always definitely in peril. It's like, what is he gonna do? And they always got that cliffhanger going on. And is he gonna be able to figure out how to fix this before he has to study for his midterms? Or it was always something that was going on in a cliffhanger like that. Mm -hmm. But I gotta hold the back. And you got to hold the Batman in the beginning. What was it that got you to, in awe to be this this persona of Batman? Oh, it was the TV show. It was reruns of the old TV show. I love Adam that. West. Yeah, Adam West, Burt Ward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it used to come on. It used to come on like weekday evenings, 
Uh-huh. And I would watch that and then like run out of the room when it would go off because the Green Hornet used to come on right after it. And the big that green was my show. and the big green hornet at the beginning of it, when it went, used to scare yes. the used to scare the living hell out of me. And I would run out of the room before that came on because I didn't want to see that big green hornet. I I hate I never watched the show because I couldn't get past the opening. The opening scared the living hell out of me. Like I said, you're talking about a kid that's like three. So, hell, yeah. you, know, you sitting there watching that big box TV and that thing's coming at your face. It's like, nah, I'm out. I'll holler at you. That's how I, that's how I was with the Incredible Hulk. As yeah, a kid. See, I, that, I, that, that, scared, that scared me as a kid. But see, the I Green Hornet was the thing for me. I got a few years yeah. on you. So, I was I was like, like maybe five or six by the time Hulk came out. And by that time... My cousin Warren had basically given me his old comic book collection. And the first book that I ever read out of it was Incredible Hulk. And my mother read it to me as a bedtime story. And she was going to read half of it one night and half of it the next night. And we both bugged out so much. When I was that age, Hulk talking in the third person, Hulk smash, puny human, that kind of thing. Tickled me to death for some reason. And we got to <laughs> laughing about how he talked so much that, hell, she ended up reading me the whole thing. I And, you know, she pat, she pat, she's been long past, but I've got a copy of uh, that first Hulk book that I had in my collection. I went and found it. Uh, once I found it at AI. I either find it at AI or, you know, something like that, and I found a copy of it, and I got it sealed in my law like it's, you know, a book that's really worth cash, but yeah, I love that uh-huh. book. But yeah, it, it's sealed up and protected just because I always want to have that book. I want a copy of that one because my mama read it to me as a bedtime story, and that's my first Hulk book. Yeah. But yeah, I think he had he had Jarella had just died. Jarella had died, and he was trying to find Doctor Strange to bring her back to life. And that was that was the uh, that was the premise of that story, but you know to everybody else uh, it was the Hulk's running around in New York, <laughs> you know, because he ends up like breaking the Statue of Liberty and and destroying jets with it. He rips the torch out and like chucks it at him and stuff. Yeah. But, yep. That's my first my first Hulk book. Turn me into turn me into a Hulk fan. So when nice. when the TV show came out, I was jazzed for it, and then mad when I actually watched it, because one Hulk never talked, and he didn't punch people. Yeah. I, I was like, nope. This Hulk, no, this Hulk ain't right. I still watched it like it was the greatest thing since sliced bread, because that was the 70s, and you had, like, that first Incredible Hulk pilot, and you had the Amazing Spider-Man pilot, which meant I had to go get me an Incredible Hulk Mego figure. And I had to get mm-hmm. me, I ended up with two Spider-Mans because we had gone home to visit my grandmother and they'd gone to Kmart and got me a Spider-Man figure. And I'd been out there playing with it. You know, you're a little kid, they call you in for dinner or something like that. And I'd messed up and left my Spider-Man figure outside and a dog got a hold of it and like chewed it up all to be damned. And I couldn't find my Spider-Man. They was like, oh, here it is. And it, I mean, it was toe up from the floor up. And I was like... I don't want that. And, you know, before I could start, before the waterworks and start stuff could start, my grandmother was like, you know, because we were on our way back home. She was like, on your way back, 
go to Kmart and get him another Spider-Man. I'll throw this one away. But yeah. Yep. Every time they did a TV show for something that I saw, I had to have, a, if there was a Mego for it, I had to have it. Yeah. I remember my mom, like, knit, she, uh, she took out her sewing kit and sewed my Incredible Hulk a shirt. Yeah. And then my, we sat there mom. with scissors and cut it up and stuff like that. Because, you know, on the TV show, the first time you see Hulk, you know, like when it comes on, he's there breathing, he's got the tatters of the shirt on. Yeah, I wanted my yep. Hulk to have a shirt. My, my mom did that, too. And then the cool, the other cool thing she did was she made uh, Stretch Armstrong some pajamas. Nice. Because he used it, he, he used it to sleep in the refrigerator. Because he had all that jelly in there. Yeah, yeah, they goo in it. Yeah. 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 And they stick him in the refrigerator overnight. I'm like, he's going to be cold in there with just his underwear on. And she made him some pajamas. Nice. I that was pretty cool. He would be in the, in the refrigerator in this little pajamas. I got those in reverse. I had Stretch Monster. <laughs> I had Stretch Monster uh -huh. way before I ever got a Stretch Armstrong. That stretch monster was damn near about to bust by the time I got a stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I think I think I had them together for maybe maybe two or three months before you know before my boy Stretch Monster popped. Yeah, boy, we really showing our age right now. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like I care, you don't have a life. This is my life. Yep. <laughs> All right, interview. Keep going. Uh, so, all this with Batman, self-identifying with Batman, and, and the exposure with the and, and Godzilla. Um, has there ever been a time where you just thought to yourself that, you know, from where pop culture was? where it's going and where it is that I've been like, I'm done with this. Has that, has that ever been a part of a thought process for you or has it ever been anything that popped into your mind at, at any point in time that you're just like, you know what, I'm time. just done with it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I could say that like when I hit my, when I hit college age, um, I I thought, man, I'm, you know, 20, you know, early 20s, and, like, mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm still, like, way into this, <laughs> so I, you know, I can remember coming, coming out of class and, like, going and buying that Jim Lee X-Men number one, the one with Magneto on the front, and it was the big uh -huh. gate folk, yeah, I, like, I'm buying that, that kind of stuff. And around that same time, around the time of the Infinity Gauntlet, Toy Biz start dropping the toys. The X-Men toys. Them first ones, them shitty ones. Mm -hmm. Like Cyclops with a yeah. lot. And I was, I was like, copping them things. You know, I was I was going to Toys of Us, and I was buying them, and I was sitting around one time. I was like, hell. You know, you're going to have, hopefully, women fall up in your room. You know, at some point. And this joint looked like it belongs to a six-year-old. Because, <laughs> hell, I had, you know, figures from, like, the 89 Batman in my room. Hell, now I got X-Men starting to pop up in my room. I got them knockoff uh, Superman figures. And, the, like, remember when they did, like, the superheroes after Batman? Toy Biz did them. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, the knockoffs yep. of the superpowers figures. 
Yeah, I was buying the hell out of them damn things. And I had, like, had them in my room, and I was like, you know, I got too many damn things to hide. So I, I had a little period in... In my twenties, right there, where I was like, "I'm gonna give this. Stu- I'm gonna finally give this stuff up." And uh, and I was almost like somebody like quitting smoking cigarettes. I got you know I I stopped <laughs> I stopped buying the comics and all that. And hell, I got weird. Uh-huh. I got weird as hell. And my dad was like, "The hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> and I was like, you know, um. And he was like, you know, you ain't going, you ain't want to go get you your books. I was like, nah, man, I'm giving that mess up because you know I'm I'm in my twenties and I'm too old for this, and you know, it's time for me to. Truthfully, that's part of where the name of the other show that I come up with, you know, man, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, that's uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's that was that was my mindset right there. I was like, I'm too old to be messing around with this stuff still. And my dad was like, I'm going to let you old enough now, son. I'm going to let you in on a secret. I was like, what's that? He was like, men don't grow up. We just get older. I was jazzed when I found out, when I saw that you were a little boy. Because that meant I was going to get to play with all the new toys, boys' toys, under the guise of playing with you. And I started thinking about how dad was always like down to play with me. Yep. And like he was a he was a competitive pistol shooter. So like I always had like BB guns and and games where you shot stuff and all that. And I was like, You sneaky so and so. And he was like, Yeah, yep. dude, we don't we don't grow up, we just get older. So if that's what you like, it's not hurting nobody. I'd rather you be into this than dope or something. Hell, do what you do. So that was that was one period, and the next closest time to me like being out of it is probably now. Just because I don't, they don't feel the same anymore. Now I'll go back, like I'll go back and read the old stuff. You know, I love essentials. Uh, go back and read, you know, runs of books that maybe I didn't read at the time because, like I said, I was if you. You would think as long as I've been in the comics, I would really have some books that were worth something based on when I was reading them. But I read crap. Like, I read, like, the Godzilla series from Marvel. I read Shogun Warriors. Uh, I, I got plenty of Batman. I had plenty of Batman stuff. And then when I hit, like, junior high, I got introduced to X-Men and I start getting them, so I got a lot of X Men. I got like runs of Hulk and stuff like that. But yeah, I most most of my stuff that would be from like that Silver Age period that would really be worth money. Yeah, it's I read crap. <laughs> so you know that was the thing. But yeah, I I guess now would probably be the the closest. I do less now than I've ever done. I put it like that. Okay. Still a legend so, freak, though. I gotta have my Marvel legend. Yeah, yeah, and that's something that we didn't touch upon. Um, the last, the last um, cast that we did. People don't know just how many pieces of memorabilia that we have. Um, oh. oh yeah. To to the extent of what Todd was talking about, his college days. 
of how he was always worried about a female coming up into his dwelling. Yep. I didn't care. I didn't, I, to be honest, I, I cared not one bit. If they came in the house and they saw my setup the way I had it, it, all, it was always, it was an icebreaker thing. And, you know, I like for them to know what they were getting up front than to try to hide something. And they, I've never been one to try to hide my nerdum. Well, see, I, my I, geekdom. I didn't, I, I didn't get like that until I got too many of them to hide. You know, when I finally yeah, looked around, I, mean, I was like, even still. I was like, I got so damn many of these, I don't give a damn no more. You know, you, you rock with it or you don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm still rocking the Spider-Man t-shirt, the hats, you know. Hell, I'm wearing a Black Panther t-shirt now. But the trick is, like, now, hell, ain't ain't that big of a deal. But back back when nerd it was, was, it was so, back it was when so nerdy taboo. was nerdy. Yeah, because I taboo. Yeah, because I have had I have had chicks tell me that you know they rather have a dude that has been to jail in a mug than read comic books. And I was like, well, you wow. know, you, yeah, I was like, well, you have fun with that. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I, shit, I had one tell me that to my face. I'd rather have a man that's been to jail than read comic books. I was like, why? Because it's more manly. I was like, so the dude that's been in a place where folks get butt raped is more manly than the guy that goes to a bookstore? I see you are obviously too stupid to ride this ride. My my mistake. <laughs> my my mistake. You poor little you you poor dear. You know. Come come see yeah. me when you do, when you find another brain cell to rub together. To rub with the one that that malfunctioning one you got now and we'll holler at you. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah, the good old days of nerd and when hell that shit was shameful. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it's it's always been a it's always been a fabric of life, so to speak. Um, what would you say has been the most memorable part of? Being a nerd, like truthfully, uh, once once I got grown, the people the people that you end up meeting, yes, because uh, because one thing that I I will say, the way things are now, now there's this so called like push for inclusion or diversity, uh huh, uh huh, but the fandom was more inclusive when we were not accepted because it was everybody's misfit. You were black and a nerd, you were misfit. You were white and a nerd, you were misfit. And your racial differences meant less because you were everybody's misfit. Your ass ain't no more accepted amongst yours than I am amongst mine. Uh, I can remember when Star Wars Episode One came out getting in line at the theater at like 5.30 in the morning. I mean, the, the sun hadn't come up yet. It's dark. And I'm sitting there in my lawn chair halfway down the movie theater waiting to get tickets on that first day. They'd already had the midnight show, but I was trying to I was trying to be in that first first day, first showing of the first day. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there reading the, the novelization, as a matter of fact. And this cat comes up 
It was like, I, he sits down next to him. He's like, I cannot believe I'm out here at the butt crack of dawn to go see a Star Wars movie. I was like, yep, you nerd. Welcome to, welcome to the party. And we were standing there in that line, and me and this cat, and you had some dudes that came in that it was one of them guys' bachelor parties. And that's what he was doing for his bachelor party, was going to see episode one. And we sat there and cut up and played Star Wars Trivia Pursuit and shit like that. And the bachelor party was like, dude, you cool as hell. He's down, all these are white cats. You know, I'm sitting up here in fucking Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're doing this. And they were like, damn, dude, you cool as hell. You got, you got to see this movie with us. And they were going to, like, a show that was around, like, noon or something. I was like, shit, I got to see this damn thing first thing. But I tell you what, I'll get two tickets. So what what time's the show you going to? Because the guy that came up that was behind me was like, man, I'm here to butt crack a dawn. He was like, yeah, we got to check this out together. So I ended up getting I ended up getting two tickets and I ended up seeing that really with both groups. I went I went saw that first show. And then as soon as I came out, I went out, went out to my car, used the bathroom, met up with the guys that were having a bachelor party and went and sat through it again. The thing is, back in those, I said, tell that story to basically go, I can remember that once upon a time I used to go, man, if the rest of the country was more like nerds, because we kind of all coalesce around what we like, and you ain't got nowhere else to go. You know, right. if, if you went, if you went amongst your own folks, they were like, get the hell away from me, geek. Ain't nobody want to talk about that shit. I ain't right. trying, you know, I ain't down with it. I ain't wanting to talk to you about it. You know, grow the hell up. And when yep. it was like that, the community was inclusive. So I got folks that I hang with that, hell, engineers and hell, my buddy Bush that, hell, we used to hang out. You know, I used to hang out in the local comic shop. Hell, that's where I met Chunk. That's where I met Jason. That's where I met Danny. Uh, it's just a ton of us that hell would hang out in the comic shop all around the same age, all too old to be doing this crap, all from different yep. parts of the country, walks of life, occupation, you, you name it. But it was, but it was all because hell, we love these characters. We love this culture. Once the movies came out and, and geek chic became a thing. You, now you see the country's problems in the fandom. In my opinion, yeah, a lot of the shit that that you had to deal with in the outside world is now in the fandom, and yes. it's and and truthfully, it's killing it. It's killing the fandom. You a lot of the a lot of your kind of old school OGs like us, hell, they're running us the hell up out of it because it. They looked at it and said, once it got popular, you had people go, oh, this is popular enough for me to make a platform out of. And these people do not care about the genre. They don't give a damn about it. They care about their message. That's the reason why the books you read now, message porn. They don't give a damn That's, that it's not selling. They don't care. Their whole thing is, that, I want to put this message out. And when they finally kill the medium, they'll move on to whatever the hell else is popular. That's pretty much what's happening to Marvel right now. It's happening to DC and, too. And, Marvel, Marvel, is, Marvel is a little more advanced than DC in the thing, but hell, they both got the same problem. 
They both got the exact same damn problem. I mean, these books used to be a means to of escape. escape the norm. It, it was a means to escape the norm. And when you didn't want to deal with a political issue, if you didn't want to deal with an injustice issue, if you didn't want to deal with... It was just a, it was to an keep escape. you from snapping. It was, yep. a, it was a way to keep you from snapping. Yeah, it was an escape. <clears throat> yeah. But it's it's not. Like you I know? said, it's, it's become infested with people that went, oh, when it when it got bigger... When geek culture stopped being a niche, an underground taboo. something, a taboo, something that you were kind of ashamed of, you, you let these folks in there, and they and to quote uh, Wakabi from Wakanda, you let them in and they brought their problems with them. So now that's the shit you got going now. And they don't care. They don't care, but they, they were never fans of it before. They ain't fans of it now. They just looking at it as, oh, I got a bunch of eyes on me now. Now I'll show my ass and I'll get my, you know, I'll I'll push my message to a captive audience. And it ain't working. That's the reason why comics are on the, that's the reason why the big two anyway is on their way out. Hell, nobody wants to read, you know, I don't want to read that shit. I don't want to read, I don't, they're so, and they're so ham-fisted in it, again, because they don't give a damn if it kills the genre or not. Not interested in a different story. They just want to get their message out, and that's that. This that is my thing. The problem. This is my thing. How hard can it be for all these different aspects to coexist under one umbrella? I mean. Marvel owns Malibu Comics. Why not let them have Malibu Comics as a means to reinvent a whole other universe to give people a platform of representation? Because the thing is, they don't want Mar Malibu Comics. Because, see, there is a reason. It's still Marvel. It's oh, still Marvel. Yeah, but the thing is, nobody, if outside of us hardcore folks, they don't know who, nobody knows who the hell Prime is. Why, you know, then they're not, the whole point is the fact that it's popular. That's the reason why yeah. if you, it's the, it's the reason why you can answer the question, why don't you just create characters like what you want instead of race swapping, gender swapping, sexuality swapping somebody that's popular? That's the whole point. They did it because they were popular. Well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing, what I was, that's, I guess that's the thing that I was trying to, trying to explain from... The Malibu side of it. It's a platform for them to put up some type of representation of them without having to cheapen it by taking it and making Spider-Man gay, but or by taking and making but Blade again, a but female. Again, but again, that's what I'm. I'm telling you why. Because nobody know if they did Prime. Let's say they said, okay, we're gonna do Malibu comics, and we're gonna take the character Prime, and we're gonna make Prime bisexual. That gets absolutely no news at all because nobody knows who the fuck Prime is. But if you go, hey, I'll take Spider-Man and make Spider-Man bisexual, that makes CNN. That makes the news. That causes a fervor because everybody knows who in the hell Spider-Man is. It's the reason why they don't, where you'll have these things where they go, well, we're going to make Iceman gay. And you have fans of Iceman go, the fuck? 
Why in the hell are you going to do that? That character's 60 years old, and he never seen, seen no signs of him being gay. He's never said anything gay. In, in comics, you have thought bubbles, so you actually know what the hell characters are thinking. He ain't never thought nothing gay, but now he's gay. Why don't you just create a gay character? Because if they create a gay character from scratch, he's not Iceman. That gets no news. He's not popular. A new character is not a means, is not a, a vehicle for the message. Do you see what I'm saying? They wanted Iceman mm -hmm. because Iceman had a following. It ain't about giving them their own shit. They could have easily gone, hell, I'm going to make a gay character. Hell, they could, hell, in like DC's case, they could have pushed Apollo and Midnighter. Apollo and Midnighter <sighs> been gay and cool, they cool as hell and been gay since day one. The first time you ever see them, they hell, they naked in, in the bedroom together. Going all the way back to Stormwatch. They've been gay. But they yeah, go but no, they to hell. Ultra, but, but they go to hell. Violent. So? What difference does that make? I mean, that's they want they want that they want that clean cut, you know, polished. The hell. Find the somebody and the hell push then push North Star. North Star's always been clean cut and polished, and, and he was another one that was gay from jump, because you never saw North Star with a woman that wasn't his sister, him signing the autograph. Right. You never had anything, any potential of North Star being straight. At all. But again, who in that North Star's not popular, he's not a vehicle. To push him would be work when you could just, and it's not going to make the news. Iceman makes the news. Iceman makes the I news. See. That's the reason why, you know, hell, you could take Sam Wilson's Captain America. Yeah, to hell with making Sam Wilson a cool character. Let's make him Captain America. No, that don't work. It didn't work. It doesn't work. It's lazy. It's lazy and 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 truthfully, it's it's kind of it's kind of treacherous. In the hell, they know they know the reason why they pick who they pick. Let's make a female Wolverine. For what? <laughs> you know, God knows I was glad to see Wolverine die when he died just because he was so damn overexposed. But by that same token, oh no, see, she's Wolverine. She's a better Wolverine. No, she's really not because she's not Wolverine. She's not Wolverine in the zeitgeist. She's some chick pretending to be Wolverine. And there's a difference. See, the thing is, and there's a, there's another little thing of, of this, and you know, people may agree with it, they may not, but here it goes. You don't have a sandbox aspect. In other words, in the sandbox, everybody's equal. And what that means is, you can have Peter Parker, and Peter Parker's a straight white male, and he's cool. You can have T'Challa. And T'Challa's a black guy, and he's cool. You can have Ms. America Chavez, and she's a, a gay Latina female, and she's cool. You can have Rogue as a straight white woman, and she's cool. You can have Monica Rambo, a straight black female, and she's cool. You can have everybody be cool. That's the beauty of, of writing it. You don't have to be fair. Everybody can be cool. 
They've done teams of Avengers where everybody was cool. They've done teams of X-Men where everybody was cool. But that's if you're actually trying to get equality. If you're trying to get equality in something for everybody, I'm all for something for everybody. Like you talked in the first segment, you know, when you your son was going, hell, I look at comic books and damn, don't nobody look like me. Well, that's some bullshit. Give the kid somebody that looks like him and let him be cool. He does not have to be cool at somebody else's expense. They can just be cool. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody can just be cool. But what you've got now isn't somebody looking for equality. They're looking for payback. And that that shit don't fly. In other words, the one I, I saw an article uh, that came out here maybe about three weeks ago. Where they were talking about, you know, gender and race swapping folks and you had this lady come out and go, yeah, the hell with it. Let's let's basically change every white guy in pop culture to something else. But that's bullshit. That's not that's not chasing equality. It's not. That's not destroying an evil system. If you want to say the patriarchy is an evil system, then replacing it with a matriarchy ain't fixing shit. That means you don't mind the system. You just don't like your place like in that system. Place. Yeah, you don't right. like your place in the system. That's not yep. that's not justice. That's not seeking justice. If you if you are seeking justice and the system is evil, you are trying to replace an evil system with a system of justice. That I'm all right. I'm all for. If you basically going look, this shit is fucked up. Let's tear it down and replace it with something that's fair. I'm cool. If you come along and go, yeah, this is fucked up. But that, but the only thing I find wrong with it is I want to be the oppressor. Yeah, hey, fuck that. You can keep that shit because you're just as evil as the person that you that you call an evil. And then the enemy of my enemy is my friend. No, hell, in this case, a lot of times the enemy of your enemy, you know, coming from a blurred standpoint, the enemy of your enemy is another fucking enemy. Because the trick is, okay, you when you had Ike Perlmutter, his hardcore Trump supporter, that was that was part of MCU was co-head of the MCU, you couldn't get Black Panther done. That was his thing. No blacks, no women. So if you were a black kid, especially like a little black boy, you was fucked. So you get some, you, you flip the thing, and now it'd be hard to get Black Panther done because he's a man. Now they're talking about replacing T'Challa with Shuri because girl power. So if you're a little black boy, you fucked either way. You were fucked under the alt-right, you fucked under an SJW, because neither one of them like your black ass. One don't like you because you're black, the other one don't like you because you're a guy. So, that's not a system of justice, that's just, you just traded masters. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing you got now. The, the, the current kind of era of Marvel yeah, they all scream and holler diversity and stuff like that. But your son still ain't got nobody. The little if nope. I was a little if I was a little black boy, I ain't, I ain't got no damn more than I had before. Not nothing. They ain't gave me nobody new, and truthfully, the few that I had, you made inferior. Because when you read Sam Wilson, Captain America, that literally should have been called the inferior Captain America. Yeah, and he was that from jump. He got his ass kicked for the first six issues of his own book, and the only fight he won was against a white woman, and he barely won that. 
That's inferior. He couldn't throw his shield. Nobody ever looked at him as Captain America. So you basically, if you were a black boy, you got a monthly dose of inferiority. You flip that even to black women, they being slick. Because they say, oh, but they, they made Ironheart a character that you knew wasn't going to last for long. That's Tony Stark. That's Iron Man, bruh. That shit ain't going to last. You think Tony Stark going to be dead for real? And at the time, hell, he was the leading fucking face of the MCU. They going to keep Tony Stark, foundational Avenger, out of his book for more than a year. If you believe nope. that, if I if you believe that, it shows you that you the comic noob that I thought you were because knockoffs last about a year. Sometimes they get two years. Sometimes, usually it's 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 a range between a year and two years, and the knockoff is gone. That's whether that's Jane Foster Thor or Dick Grayson as Batman. They just don't last. Uh uh. So if you sitting there going, oh man, you gave you this, it was it, it was it had a timetable set to it. She was never going to be the guy. She wasn't going to be the big woman in the room because she's not going to take Iron Man's place. And now she's got her own book that does poorly because hell, she she's they they thought they were race swapping, race and gender swapping Iron Man. Truthfully, they just gender swapped Rhodey. She's the yep. new Rhodey. Yep. She was the black friend that came in, was Iron Man for a while, then they went and spun off into her own book that does. <laughs> that's what she, I mean, that's just keeping it real. That's what she was. Foster Thor yeah. was so was so bad that, hell, it pretty much killed the book. You know, Jason Aaron is the worst damn Thor writer that I've seen, hell, in the time that I've been reading it. And if you think he's a great writer, go read Walter Simonson's books and come back and tell me that. You know, that that's yeah, you you can save that. That that's yeah, a bunk. That's about that time frame that my brother was really getting me into Thor right there. Cause, Cause that that period of Thor kicked all kinds of ass. I went back and and reread them once they were in back when they were doing the visionaries trades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some of the greatest shit on the planet. Uh, that's what a lot of people, when he was riding around in that chariot with those goats. Yeah, two grounded, two nashes. That, 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 that was that yeah. was that was the service story. <laughs> it was the yeah. uh, it was the introduction of Malekith the Accursed. Yeah, it was the introduction of Beta Ray Bill. It was the death Bill. of the executioner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yep. yeah you ain't you ain't had a writer touch Simonson's run on Thor since Simonson left. You can kill it. Hell, it goes all the way to him fighting the Midgard Serpent. You can kill that noise. You can kill that noise. Foster Thor ain't done a damn well, thing comparable to that. Well, he's still doing his Thor story. Yeah, I've, I've seen. IDW. Yeah, I've seen. It's really good. Yeah, really I've good. Seen yeah, I've seen it. So if you if you guys haven't read that, you need to you need to check that out. It's through IDW. Yeah, it's really I forget awesome. what the name of it is, but yeah, it's Thor running around after after they've had Ragnarok, but uh -huh. they but they actually but it it went wrong for him. So like the evil, all the forces of evil won because Thor wasn't in the final battle. So all so everybody that was left had to deal with Jormungan, the Midgard serpent. Yeah, it was yeah it was ugly. Yeah, that 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 book is. I've I've read the first couple of them. That that's real good. But yep. uh, 
but yeah, that's 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 kind of the thing is you know I'm not, and I I play the I like I said on the other podcast I play the villain a lot so I I I I might be the villain here sometimes but my thing is I love the genre. I don't really care. I I want the genre to be a sandbox. I want the genre to feel like I felt in line for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to look at the fandom the way I used to look at them. And and right now that's that just like I said, you got you got a choice between people that when you listen to them you go, "Yep, that's fairly racist." Or you go over on the other side and go, "Yep, that's fairly uh misandrous." So they both fucked up. There's no, there's really, I'm, I'm hoping that there's still a happy middle ground out there, but I don't see it. You either, one version is screwed up or the other. That's the reason why I like, like if you look up, look up my profile on Facebook, or, you know, I call myself a blurred revolutionary. And then I go, you know, uh, loathed by liberals and hated by conservatives. Cause I ain't, I ain't drinking nobody's damn Kool-Aid. They two wings of the same bird to me. And and that's really what you see there. If if you were a little black boy that was a comic book fan, you have no more under the SJW era of Marvel than you had before. You got nothing. You got monthly doses of inferiority if you are not just absent. Black Panther's myth is milk toast. Patriot is milk toast. Rhodey is, you know, back to his sidekick status, but hell, he don't even have armor. Uh, Blue Marvel is in limbo. You know, so, yeah, it, it's it's a sad state of affairs in comics now, and it's kind of disheartening when you look at the movies and you go, oh, you bringing everything that failed in the comics to the movies. Great. Because, you know, the movies were kind of the outlet. Well, the, the comics suck, but I'm I'm still pretty digging the MCU for the most part. And, you know, hey, Black Panther made all this money. Yay! Let's replace his ass as soon as we can. And then you can watch, you know, and then you can watch that fail because one of the selling points to Black Panther was, man, it's a black dude as a superhero on the big screen. And he ain't nobody's sidekick. Man, I never get to see this. Replace him with Shuri and see what you get. Yeah. And the thing is, if they replace him with Shuri, you ain't gained nothing. You went from having one black male hero to one black female superhero. You have gained nothing. When you could have Black Panther and, ooh, look, they introduced Monica Rambeau. You could have Black Panther and Spectrum. There's a black guy and a black girl. You up to two whole black superheroes. You know, never mind the fact that they may basically turn uh, Monica into Carol's fucking sidekick, which was something that was never in the books, but I digress. So I think I got in trouble with that answer. What else you got for me? <laughs> that was a that was a long rambling descent into Dave Chappelle territory. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, it it, it 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 had to be spoken, man. It's it's we can't be the only ones that think that way. Well that's you know what I'm saying? That's that's the problem though, is 
when you think that way, you end up veering off so close to these jokers that that really are kind of like bigoted and, and sexist. That that it's real easy for for people to throw you in that box. And that's the thing, you know, if you ask me who's your favorite X-Man, Rogue always has been. I've like Rogue, I've like Rogue since she first popped up in Hell Avengers Annual 10 cuz the character kicked ass. I never sat yeah. around and thought, well, but she's a girl. No, that character kicked ass. And she wasn't Mary, Mary Sue. She had problems. She had issues. She couldn't be touched. You felt bad for her. It was like, oh, man, that mm-hmm. sucks. The fact that Helen was driving her insane. You had, she had problems. She wasn't perfect. And hell, when she fought Juggernaut, Juggernaut would knock the shit out of her. That's equal. She was a brute. She was a brick. She just happened to be female. She was as much brick as Colossus. But yep. she took shots. If you notice now, women women can't take shots from dudes. They can't take shots. They You know, oh, it's a female superhero. She comes up and punches the guy. Neck flips the guy. But they can't hit her back. See, that, that, that ain't equal. That's, you know, I want to come up and punch you. But then when it's time for me to take that lick, then all of a sudden I want to play girl. Oh, no, no, but I'm a girl. That's some bullshit. You're in a fight. You're literally in a fight. But now they they will not show that. They will not show that to save their life. Well, did they not do that in the last Deadpool movie? What? Some chick took a punch? Who got yeah, punched? When, Col- when Colossus was fighting the chick? Watch that Deadpool movie. Hell, he don't half hit her. She wailing the fuck on him. He he's getting his ass beat. I think uh, he may slam. I think he may slam her one time, and that's when a boob comes out and he's like, oh oh. And when he does, oh thank you. And then she kicks him in the nuts and and hell is about to rip his damn throat off with that damn uh bundle wire. Remember it. Colossus don't beat her. Negasonic teenage warhead beats her. Ah. Uh. No, they 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 real slick with that shit. Chicks don't take punches. Hell, they got mad in Age of Ultron when Ultron took Black Widow captive. Well, how do you take her captive? Probably because she's a fucking human. You know, she's a human fighting a fucking killer AI droid. Yeah, she ain't supposed to be going toe to toe with that. But it's 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 the. It's the thing that that causes people to say pandering. It's different when you have, and when they say that, they go, oh, but you misogynist. Yeah, but you're talking to the generation that grew up with Ellen Ripley, Sarah Connor, Red Sonia. You know, what the hell are you talking, you know, most, your most powerful X-Men are women. Rogue, Storm. Rogue, Storm. Psylocke. Psylocke, Jean Grey. Your most powerful, yeah. Your most powerful X Men are women. Yep, that's that's what the hell we grew up with. But the trick is they didn't they didn't the men didn't. Again, it's that sandbox thing. Everybody can't. Everybody could be cool, but they don't want to make everybody cool. They feel like for the only way for a woman to be strong is one, she got to look kind of mannish, and two, all the men around her have to suck. And it's and it's loaded with it, you know. Ray Ray in Star Wars can't have a hero's journey, 
And I think the whole reason in The Last Jedi why they couldn't have her being trained by Luke is they didn't want to have her calling Luke master. Because remember, if you're part of one, your trainer, that's you, that was, it was Master, master Obi-Wan, Master Yoda, Master Windu. Master Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Master Shock wow. T. Yeah. But that, that was, you ain't telling me shit. That was the reason why they, they wouldn't actually have Luke train her in the movies. It's because they, they didn't want to have to have shots of her calling him Master Luke. Wow. The the master apprentice established relationship in Star Wars. Yeah, when you the apprentice, you the you the damn squire. You ain't So they had to make her like she's co-equal and no training and then all of a sudden Yoda's popping up. Oh, she knows everything she needs to know. What the fuck does she need to know cuz hell. And truthfully hell they did cuz they never gave her a hero's journey. You look at Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker was was forced Jesus. He was birthed by the Force. That was the canon yep. in the book, in, in the movie. Was he did not have a dad. The Force made him. He was Jesus. He still had to be trained. Yeah, they had to take him somewhere and train him. The first time he fought a Sith Lord, he got his arm chopped off. He got his ass kicked. Kicked. Look at Ray. Ray touched a touched a lightsaber an hour ago. Develops force powers out of her ass and beats Kylo Ren, a trained fucking fighter, and beats him. And then they wonder why people don't give a damn about that whole story. She's OP. He's a punk. Cause hell, not only did he get beat by hell, uh a so-called force-sensitive that literally just touched an, a lightsaber two hours ago. Hell, he got hit by the damn janitor. Darth Vader, he ain't. Darth Vader had a sense of foreboding because Darth Vader kicked ass. Hell, the first time you saw Darth Vader fight somebody, he killed the old man that you like so much. When Luke fought him, hell, it cost him his hand. Ray ain't cause her shit. Ray does shit. Just, just fucking cause. I do this. Why cause? The rumor is that, you know, potential spoiler, if you care. But the rumor is she may turn out to be like Palpatine's granddaughter, which still don't explain why she don't need to be trained. Sith get trained. Yep. And in order for them to progress, they had to kill their master. Yep. But the thing is, they get trained. That's the big part of that. They get trained. You have to be trained. Nobody just does that shit. Whether you got a holocron or whatever. Other than that, you're just a force sensitive. There'd be things that, you know, you kind of do naturally in the force. It'll seem like you have good reflexes and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, you're kind of far-seeing. But you want to do any of the neat shit, somebody's got to train you how to do that. But you can't do that in this because she got, you can't. To, with their mindset, a woman can't be weak. Even if she turned out to be the baddest fucking Jedi on the... She could literally be the baddest fucking Jedi on the planet. And people would accept her. Just train her ass first. 
you know, when they try, because one of the arguments with that on the Star Wars rant was, well, Luke Skywalker was, was, uh, I forget what in the hell they, what the male equivalent of a Mary Sue is. Luke's life sucked. Luke was a fuck up for two whole movies. Star Wars, he was just a boy. Disrespected. Nobody, Obi-Wan was really the only one that kind of fucked with him. Because he saw he had potential. But Luke wasn't, hell. Luke got one lucky fucking shot. That was it. He got one fucking, he got one lucky shot. That was all his glory. He spent the rest of that movie getting his ass beat and ignored. You go to Empire Strikes Back, Yoda never congratulated him on shit. <laughs> Think about his training. <laughs> he failed in every every fucking test he took in that movie. He failed. Failed. Hell, my favorite... My favorite, my favorite line in that part is when Yoda's explaining the Force and all that, and when he goes, you know, when the ship sinks, and he's like, hell, pick it up, and he's sitting there, oh, it's too big, judge me by my size, do you? Well, no, and, and well, you shouldn't, for the Force is my ally, and a powerful ally it is, and then he picks up the fucking ship and sets it on the ground, and Luke looks at him and goes, I don't believe it, and Yoda opens his eyes and goes, what? That is why you fail." The Empire Strikes Back was one failure after another for Luke. He went into the damn tree, and what did he do? Fail. He failed. When he went into that tree for that test, he failed. Yeah. Then he went, fuck it, my friend's in danger, I'm going to go save them and go fight Darth Vader head up, and what did he do? He failed. He got his fucking ass kicked. He got beat the living hell out of. Hell, he battered and bruised him with shit. And the one time he got a lucky lick on him, he chopped his hand off for it. That son of a bitch tried to kill himself. He failed. Had to beg for Leia to come save his ass because he's hanging on an antenna on the, on the outside bottom of the fucking plant of the city. He failed. Where has, where has Ray failed? You see what I'm saying? There's a hero's journey. Uh -huh. The fact that he was ignored, the fact that he failed in the other one, when you see him show up in all black and return to the Jedi, you're like, oh, shit. That's when Luke started winning. Luke didn't win to the last movie in that trilogy. That's when Luke Skywalker became the motherfucker that you wanted to be, because up until that point, you wanted Han Solo, because, hell, Han didn't yeah. fail, and Han, was, Han got the girl. Yeah, that was Luke, didn't get, Luke didn't get shit. Man, you better go hang out with that droid and shut the fuck up. That's all you got, bro. That and the ghost of an old man. Now, was I with y'all when we went to go see this movie and they did what they did to Han Solo? Uh, was I with y'all? No, no. Because I, I was hurt like a mug. Bro. Yeah, I know you tore up from that. I knew I had predicted he was going to die when we were standing in line to get in the theater. I was just looking at the poster. I was like, they're going to kill Han's ass. I was like, they're going to eat I'm a Merc like, Han. Man, no. I was like, man, they're like, they going to they Merc that motherfucker. He went, out like a, he went out like a sucker, though. Dude, I was Leia so killed angry. Him. Leia killed yeah. him. Leia killed him for the insurance money. You ain't never going to get me to believe nothing different. He went, yeah. out, he went out like a straight sucker. Oh yeah, I'm go back and change. Go back and change that evil murdering child back to the light. Man, you go do it. Shit, you got force powers. All I got is a damn blaster. 
You crazy as hell. I think I was with my son because my son was like, Dad, are you crying? I'm like, man, this is bullshit. This is straight up bullshit. Yeah. They, they, the whole purpose of the new trilogy is to kill everybody you love. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically, yeah, I see. It's, basi- it's basically the, uh, the, uh, watching thing. the older way and making new. Yeah. It's, well, hell, it was what you told me today. Stan Lee died and growing up is basically watching everything you love die. Yeah. That's, that's what that trilogy is about. Is there, you, you want to go yeah. watch this? You want to go watch everybody you love die? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. But that was, uh, so you have, did you have any more questions? I know, boy, it's gonna be hard as hell for us to get uh, folks to come interview after they get after they hear my ass. <laughs> you to put your shit up first. They put your shit up first. And be like, all right, you know, they they acceptable. Then my black ass come on here and just ruin everything for everybody. God damn, I think it's my whole building as hell. It's 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 it, it's at the end of the day. <laughs> we all have our own personal views of how we view things. You know, you may a lot of people may not agree with what you say or how you say. It. It's about respecting the individual to be able to express how they feel. That's the thing. I mean, well, my whole thing, like I said, my whole thing when it, when it all boils down, see, I love I love the genre, and what you got going on in it right now is gonna kill it. It is killing it. Hell I mean, yeah. a lot of people are seeing it, but yeah. they, I mean, you can't you can't be that blind to it. You can you just cannot be that blind to it. But the thing is, I you, I, I think the mis, the mistake of it has been they've let the wrong people. They got too much power. They they're in control. You know, when you listen to Marvel's like the Marvel podcast, Sana Aminat and crew. Yeah, they they ain't wanting. They don't want the fans back. They don't want the people that basically made them. They don't want them back. They want, again, they want to push the message. Never mind the fact that the message is killing the medium. They don't give a damn. Because they weren't fans of the medium in the first place. They're fans of the message. You know, that that's just it. Uh, you, you look at Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy came out and basically looked at it and said, there's too many damn dudes like Star Wars. We got, we got to fix this shit. You know, really ignoring any, any women that liked Star Wars at the time as is. No, 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 no. We're going we gonna to make the Force. You know, she had t-shirts. The Force is female. Well, the Force may be female, but unfortunately, it's dudes that buy $120 lightsabers. <laughs> Again, men don't grow up. And that's the truth of yes. it is if when you were six, if you liked He-Man, a Transformer. Uh-huh. At 16, uh-huh. you liked He-Man, a Transformers. At 26, you liked He-Man, a Transformers. At 36, you liked He-Man, a Transformers. At 66, you like, guess what? He-Man, a Transformers. To make a fan of a man is a lifelong, that's a lifelong source of money. And it only gets better because the kids got to ask for parents. But man, when that son bitch gets grown and starts making his own money, Aha, uh-huh. that ain't going nowhere. Now he gonna buy the hell. Look how many damn idiots are trying to buy that damn six hundred dollar Unicron. <laughs> you think it, it, out of all them thousands of people, I guarantee you it probably ain't twenty women that have that have signed up to buy that damn thing. That's man shit. 
Only men are that damn stupid. Only a man, <laughs> only a man, only a male fan would go, I saw Transformers the movie when I at the theater when I was five or six years old and thought Unicron was cool, and now they finally got a Unicron that's big like I always wanted him to be as a kid. And yeah, this motherfucker costs as much as a fucking house payment, but by God, I'm gonna have Unicron. <laughs> women ain't that women ain't that stupid. Women grow the fuck up. A woman would look at that and go, motherfucker, that's a car payment. Are you high? <laughs> you gonna spend that on a toy? Are you insane? <laughs> yup. Sure is. <laughs> and go buy that shit. Hell, they had to extend but watch. That son of a bitch and thing gonna succeed because men, they ain't got, we don't grow up. We get a bank account and we will do that shit. Women got better sense than that. They just do. They got better sense. Then they might drop that kind of cheese on some shoes or some shit, but they ain't gonna drop that kind of shit on a toy. Not some bullshit that they was into when they was fucking six. You give that up. And that's what yeah. that's what Star Wars is learning. You know, hell, Star Wars used to be a whole aisle, and that's a little bitty little corner, little piece of some shit. And the reason why is because hell, Kathleen Kennedy said, "Well, we're gonna run all these damn men out." Well, you just killed your merchandising. Cause hell, that's who was that's who was buying them hundred twenty dollar lightsabers. You ain't gonna buy a hundred twenty dollar lightsaber and give it to a child. So that motherfucker go hit that damn neon glass up against the tree and you done spend a hundred twenty dollars for it. Hell no, you, he gonna get the little cheap ass plastic one. A woman is gonna sit there and go, I ain't, for the most part, is gonna go, I ain't gonna pay no damn hundred twenty dollars for a lightsaber for what? What's it do? What the hell's the purpose? That's a bill, fool. But a man will sit there and go, well, let's see. I got a $120 light bill. I could get this damn Anakin, this lightsaber to look just like Anakin Skywalker's did. Hmm. I got candles. I got me some candles, shit. I can wing it. Shit, I can go two weeks with ramen noodles and candles. What's the worst could happen? Dudes will do that stupid shit. I know, because hell, I've done it. I've sat there with shit. This damn new Marvel Legends set come out. Hell, you know, I ain't bought food yet. Let's see. Have I got gas to go to work? Yeah. Have I got toilet paper? Have I got toilet paper? Yeah, because toilet paper is one of them things you got to have. You can't fudge that shit. And can I eat beanie weenies and ramen noodles until I get paid? I sure the fuck can. I'm buying all these motherfuckers. Now, you hear me laugh, and you know because you've been to my house. You know. And you'd be like, damn, you got nothing but ramen noodle in here. Yeah. Now you understand. Yeah. You understand. Yeah, hell, you I understand now. Trick. I understood it then. <laughs> I was just sitting there going, hell, you don't want to end up sick and shit because, hell, what, what the fuck am I? Shit. But, hell, I understand it, shit. I hell, it's been a minute damn time. I went, well, you know, I could I could have nutritious food. Or I could have this fucking Wolverine. <laughs> I could have, ooh, man, they doing Luke Cage in this SDCC exclusive box set. How in the hell can I get two of these motherfuckers so I can have one to open and then one just to sit and look at? I got that shit. Yep. Hell, that was $120 a piece. That's stupid as shit. That's, two, that's fucking $240 worth of fucking Dude, toys. I, Dude, I remember there was a time that I had to sneak into this shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I bought this for Tony. Yep. <laughs> it's a gift. And oh hell, when you used to have to do time. your purge, and hell, when you used to have to do your purges, see, I, that'd been yeah. that'd have been a divorce for me. 
My Marvel Legends like my like my kids or some shit. I ain't giving up a damn thing. Like I said, but again, that's how stupid men are. That's our stupidity. If you selling pop culture geek shit, hell, you get you get a girl while she's a kid. You get a dude forever, forever. Cause hell, and every time you bring the shit back, you'll get them again. Because hell, I had like when I was a kid, I had like maybe six of the Masters of the Universe. I had He Man, the original He Man, Skeletor. Ram Man, Manny Faces. I had uh, Triclops, Trap Jaw, and Cobra Khan, and Jitsu. That's the only ones I ever had of the original. So when the Four Horsemen, well, first in two thousand and two when they brought them back, I was like, ooh, well, I gotta get He Man. I gotta get, I gotta get everybody I had before, plus everybody that I always wanted and never had. Yep. I had to get all in battle. I had, I had a metric ton of Battle Cat, Panther, whole fucking name. Got all them damn things. They went away for a while. Four Horsemen came back. Started up Masters of the Universe. I had to get He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, Panther, everybody that I got the last time, everybody that I missed the time before then. Man, get the hell out of here. We the gift that keeps on giving. We are literally the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to that shit. Now, when it comes to important stuff, you know, stocks, bonds, houseware, food, all that kind of shit, and that's women. <laughs> when it comes to men, no, men going to do some dumb shit. If, it, if it's a choice between <laughs> recapturing our childhood and eating, we're going to recapture that childhood. We are, we are the dream consumer for that kind of shit. The only reason why I don't have that $150 Millennium Falcon is because I had so much shit in my geek room, I literally could not figure out where I'd put it. That's the only reason I don't have it. And I've had it in my hand two or three times. I was holding that big son of a bitch like, God, I want you so damn bad. <laughs> but I ain't got nowhere to put you at all. I can't hang you from my ceiling. I ain't got nowhere to put you. I mean, that's that is hell. Hell, you saw me when I moved. How many damn toys have I got? Quite a bit. Toys and comic books. Basically, fans, if you're listening to this, imagine the scene from the 40-year-old virgin, all the stuff he had. Now multiply that by about 5 or 10. That's me. Yeah, and I'm right behind him. Yeah. I got shit open. I got shit mint on card. I got shit mint on card that if you touched it, I cut you. I got all that shit. I'm I'm right there with him, but I'm the notorious guy. I don't a lot of the stuff I do not open, and some of the stuff that I got open that was the only way I could get it was open. So I bought it like it was, and it pretty much is stationary. You yeah, know, but yeah, but, that's 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 my thing. I'm you know, I am I am uh, a that, personification of that. Don't grow up. Yep, I'm right there. I can't I can't play Man. it anymore now. But if anybody was my Facebook friend for my birthday every year, I used to put up the toys the uh, old Toys R Us commercial. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R oh, Us kid. Yeah. That that was me every year. I am sitting here now trying to trying to figure out how the hell am I gonna get this Juggernaut Colossus 80th anniversary two pack? Cause I gotta have it. And well, even and even it, coming up. And even if it meant 
that I couldn't eat. <laughs> if there was a choice between a sandwich and that damn box set, I'm getting that box set. I'll make it hell. I fasted before. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you're a diehard collector. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I got no shame in my game. <laughs> and that's, and that, you know, going back to what we were talking about, yeah, I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why they don't, that, that's why it's going on its way out is because they ran off, they ran off the idiots. <laughs> you know, you, you basically, you got rid of your lifetimes for some temporary. You know, you just, you just ran, you just divorced your wife to get some strange. <laughs> And that's literally yeah. what they've done. You've gotten rid of How the law and dedicated for some strange. How long do you think it's going to endure? Or how long do you think it's going to take before we come to the conclusion of this is not working? And if, I, it, if, if and when we do, will it be salvageable? That's the thing is, I, they know it doesn't work now. They just don't care. And they, they're going to do this until it collapses. And then once it collapses, they'll move on to something else, and that, that'll that just kind of be that. You know, you'll still have, you know, like IDW or Dark Horse or something like that going. But, yeah, I, I figured a big two. Because the thing is, they both bought out now by megacorps, and eventually they're going to look at that and go, why the hell are, why the hell are we spending that money? Because it's not selling. And unless they get somebody in there, unless they, unless you get somebody in there that actually wants to try to save it, you know, that's just the way that it's going to go. Because like I said, they, they, they know, they know right now it's not working. And that's the thing. And I mean, that's what I'm looking at right now too, is, you know, a lot of these guys that came through the ranks in the industry like that are behind the scenes controlling this stuff. Mm-mm. Okay, in this stuff. That, but, but see, that's, that's where you're going wrong. wrong. It, it, most of the time, it's, it's not, not controlled, controlled by. It's, it's not, not a guy. guy. It's, it's not, not a guy, or it's not a guy that was into it. it. You, you can, can tell, tell by the state of it that it's, it's not being run by, by the people that loved it. Because if you loved it, you want to see it continue. You don't. You don't care about the message. You care about it continuing to be there. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they don't, don't care about it. So that's, they, they just, just care, care about, about the message. message. That's, that's why a lot of times, you know, they, they get, get on me sometimes, but I'll call them parasites because that's what they are. They feeding off the industry, and when, when it dies, the par- when, when the host body dies, the parasite moves on to a new host body. That's what you got going. It's a parasite. Their whole thing is the message, period. I want the girl power message. I don't care if it works. I don't care if it crashes. I want that message. I don't care that books that used to sell up in the hundreds of thousands of copies now only sell 20,000 copies. I don't care that, you know, local comic book stores are going out of business because people are going, I don't want to buy this shit. They don't care. Because you can argue price point and all that kind of stuff, but if the stories were good, like I ain't paid $5 for a book before. I had a $40 40 a week comic habit. (laughs) Shit. It wasn't shit for me to go in your... Hell, you know. I used to go in your yep. damn old spot. Hell, it was $40 a week. And that was, yep. that was a light week. That was a light then, week for me. And then when I was 
when I was um what was I Anime Invasion? Yeah. The Sunday the Sunday the Sunday it was a Sunday party. Yep. Anime Invasion. It was yep. a pizza party. Yep. So I ordered anywhere between four to five pizzas from Big Ed's Pizza with everything for everybody. And then would run sales. Yep. Ten o'clock, ten percent. Eleven o'clock, fifteen percent, you know, twenty percent be the highest we go with anything in the store. People eating pizza and talking geek and just spending money, dude. Yep. Well, you know? how many times was I the one that brought the damn pizzas in? Because yeah. I used to use, I used to leave hit, and I'd hit the pizza joint and then bring the pizzas over to the comic shop. Shit, that and yep. hell, and still leave there with a stack of books, and still be yep. back on Wednesday for another stack of books. And him for being yep. some new toys or something come out. Yep, I was dropping shit. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not the the pri- A lower price point would help. A return to a decent story and and basically it's doing somebody coming in there and cleaning house would help. And when I say that, I ain't talking about hell. Still run run Ms. Marvel, run whoever the hell you want to. But by God, make it a damn story. Ain't nobody interested in going and buying a book. About motherfuckers drinking coffee for half of it. That, that's, go back and look what made the genre successful. Their comic books are action movies. American comic books are anyway. Mm-hmm. The shit that was popular, it was hey, it's the X Men fighting Nimrod, fighting the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, fighting Magneto, fighting Apocalypse. Here's a crossover. Well, here's this, and well, there's the Avengers. They fighting the masses of evil and shit like that. You know. You got Red Zone and, hell, uh, Under Siege and the Kree Scroll War that goes multiple months and stuff like that. You, There was excitement and adventure. It ain't a bunch, it ain't the superheroes sitting around in a homemade hot tub shooting the shit. Because that was literally an episode, that was an issue of an Avengers like three months ago. Was them all in a fucking hot tub talking. Who in the hell? I'm not paying five, and then you don't pay five dollars for that shit. <laughs> you out your damn mind? I said we were dumb in buying shit, but we ain't that goddamn stupid. You got to you got to feed the beast. We'll do dumb shit if you feed us right. But hell, you, you got to be some food there. Ain't nobody wanting to read that. <laughs> and they talking about hell getting hell. Women ain't reading it because hell, it ain't no dudes in it. That was a pickup. You could go pick you up somebody because if you wanted a guy, you could go to the comedy shop find you one because it was something up in there. Yeah. Dudes make dudes are the ones that make pop culture shit cool. That's dudes that push Star Wars. That's dudes that pushing Lord of the Rings. That's dudes that's pushing the MCU. And then you come up with the shit. Well, let's, let's do something, get rid of all the men. And watch that shit flop. It'll flop. Okay. It'll flop and then they'll and then they'll blame dudes for not going to see it. Okay. Now, with that being said, I'm gonna hit you with this question right here. And yeah, it's, probably have to it, be the last one. Yeah, this is gonna hit you in your heart string right here. All right, go for it. Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. The Netflix one? The the Netflix and they're talking about doing the, the motion picture. Okay. What are your expectations of Masters of the Universe, the Netflix series? And before you answer that question, 
Have you seen the She-Ra series on Netflix? Uh, I have not watched it. I I caught enough of the little previews and stuff of things to realize, yeah, I wasn't fucking with that one. And, and considering that, and, con- and considering that they actually do the Care Bear stare at the at the end of the first, yeah, I, yeah, uh huh, yeah, I'm good. When you know, again, that's that that's that ham fisted shit that don't fly. It's ham-fisted. They shot the bad guy with a literal rainbow. Come the fuck on. Nope. I'm a guy. I like guy shit. Old She-Ra, even though it was a female character, it was still guy shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you put She-Ra in the same category as Rogue or Storm or, you know, Carol Danvers back when she was Warbird or Ms. Marvel or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a kick-ass female character, but she, you know, it would be considered now, I guess, man shit. You know, she went out and did man shit. She went out and kicked some ass. You had some adventure. That, well, Care, hell, they... that Care Bear stare shit, you keep that. You squash that shit because, one, I don't really, the, the alphabet shit don't really fly in for me in, like, kids cartoons right i'm an inter- i look at myself as an interloper in that shit to a certain degree yeah i'm a fan of masters of the universe but i don't really expect masters of the universe to be written for me you know what i mean i'm i'm, mm-hmm. I'm too old i'm i'm that weird i'm too old to be here but it's where i go and let my inner child out and if you go back and listen to me on some other podcasts, I'm quick to go. If if you go into comic books, and that's whether it's straight, gay, whatever. If you go into comic books wondering who Joker's fucking, you need to progress into novels. You're too old. You are mentally, that's not your inner child anymore. You are mentally too damn old for this shit. When I go see... Iron Man, I go into it like I'm eight. Like I'm the kid that, you know, I go see a Batman movie, I go in there like the little kid that self-identified as Batman. I don't go in there looking for grown shit. And that's the thing is, there's, there's the, again, it's got that message porn. I don't, you know, I ain't, I'm not a big fan of message porn. It could be pro-black message porn. I ain't, I'm not for that either. I'm not for message porn. I like a story. I love Black Panther. I love Black Panther because Black Panther had a story. Now, as a black person, there was all kinds of shit in subtext that I saw that a lot, that talking to some of my white friends, they didn't catch. I'm cool with subtext. If it's subtext, you know, that's, that's your own little secret. That's cool. Oh, because I'm a member of this group, I see this and I see stuff that you don't see. Fine. That ham-fisted shit? I'm going to blast you with a rainbow. Nah, you kill that shit. You kill that noise. So that's what I think about She-Ra. One, it was... I could have probably even dealt with the rainbow if it looked better. That shit looked like a five-year-old drew it. I don't like the whole Steven... The current, like, Steven Universe style of... Con- the of cheap cartoon animation art. style. Yeah, that, that yeah. cheap-looking shit that looked like, looked like they went to, like, a fucking K 
kindergarten class, a first grade uh, elementary school class and said, draw me a comic, draw me a cartoon. I don't like none of that shit. I like detail. I like my, you know, I like cool looking shit. I like Transformers, the movie, I like, with the black backgrounds. I like, you know, I like cool looking shit. I like Young Justice. I like the look of that. It can even be stylized like Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes or Spectacular Spider-Man. But it's got to look like a pro did that shit. I don't like that stumpy arm kind of balloon people looking. Nah, he'd save that crap. Yeah. It so was he didn't even. Done. So it was. It really didn't have a hell of a lot of shot with me once I actually saw like stills of it. And I was like, this looks like shit. Nah, I'm good. And then. They immediately come out like ham-fisted it. See, it's going to be the gayest thing since ever. Well, I am not gay, so apparently it's not for me. And I can watch other shit. I'm not saying that it should be taken off the air or something. You know, knock it out. But if it don't if it don't blow up like gangbusters, that's that's kind of your thing. Because you done probably turned off most of the fans of She-Ra. Again, it was, it was a hell of a lot of dudes that was watching She-Ra that, you know, Bo running around, yeah, flitting around and shit, which he literally would. He'd like squeal and run, and it's like, no. And then go, well, we're making black. Well, thank, on behalf of the black community, thanks a lot for that. Because God knows, as a little kid, I would look at that and go, man, I can't wait to be Bo. Said no black child that watched that shit ever. Now, <laughs> as a... As far as as far as He Man goes, yeah. well, you know if you if you heard the synopsis, the rumor is He Man's gonna be in the very beginning of it. The rest of it's gonna be about Tila. So that's about par for the course. You know, it's not called He Man. The Master of the Universe It's called Master of the Universe. What is it? Revolution, Reconstruction, something or But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be watch it. It'll, it'll be eighty to ninety five percent Tila because then because that's the girl power thing. If if you're fighting the patriarchy, you can't have a hero called He-Man. Come on. You just can't. You can't have him be the main character. So you'll probably have something kind of cool at the beginning and the rest of it will go... Pfft. That's my guess for it. I, like I said, unless I... If I see stills of it and it looks like that Steven Universe type crap, I won't watch it. If I look at it and go, eh, well, at least it looks good, I will at least give it a chance. It's going to kind of be hard to top. It's going to be hard for them uh, to top 2002. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. 2002 was some ill shit. I got that on DVD. I got that whole run twice. I bought all the individuals where I got like a uh -huh. big brick of them and gave them to Jason. And then, hell, I found, them all, I found all of them on like a two DVD set. And then I bought that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got that too with the slip case and the... Yep. the like I, said, cards and like I said, men are stupid. I got, someday we'll talk about how many copies of Transformers the movie I own. Because <laughs> I got that shit from bootleg to Blu-ray. Yep. As long, hell, you could have the, the fucking zombie apocalypse as long as I got something that plays movies. I can watch me some Transformers. We ain't got nothing but this VHS. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> far as the movie goes, uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know enough about it. I don't know anything about synopsis. I ain't seen who they got playing He-Man. You who, don't want who, to. Who's behind it means a whole hell of a lot. 
So I know another, last time another individual a, that claims that they're a fan. Yeah, that that what like I said, they, just because they say they're a fan, don't mean nothing one way or the other. You know, if you if it comes out and you have some stuff like Chadwick Boseman, because you remember like Chadwick when he first got Black Panther when he when they were doing Civil War, they want they want Black Panther to have a British accent. And he was so adamant on why the hell would he, he's never been colonized. Why the hell would he sound British? He was so hardcore on that that hell he threatened to quit. He was like, if you don't basically let me have an African accent for this cat, I see that you ain't really serious about it and you do it with somebody other than me. That's a fan. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you may have some fans do that, or you may have some fa- some fans in quotes that, you know, they, they say they're a fan just so you'll go watch that shit. Right. They got that real bad, too. I don't have any high hopes for it after seeing the DC Comics um, previews that they just recently released. So... Yeah. And it's like He-Man it's, and the Masters of the Universe of the Multiverse. Uh, that sounds completely like poo. It's about par for the course. How much you want for this book? $8. Oh, great. <laughs> so, yeah. you got any more questions? Are we ready to wrap this up? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure we're in trouble now. Shouldn't have never yeah. let that... Shouldn't have never let that motherfucker start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew hell when we recorded yours, I was like, oh man, this is so this is so nice. People people have just a great impression of this show. I knew the minute hell it was like, now we go flip around and interview you. I knew that I knew that shit was done. Well Well damn. That that <laughs> You can't go into saying that. What? A lot of stuff we covered, um, and a lot of stuff. Like I said, a lot. Like I said, a lot of people. It can't. It can't be that many people that are in the position that we're in that aren't thinking the same thing that we're thinking. I mean, that's the thing. It's not. I mean, I know there's other people that feel the same way, and that's why we talk about these things is to really, so other people can relate to what we're saying. You know. Like I said, like I said, I, I say that about half joking because you know we I know with this one we don't have the Chappelle excuse of well you saw my face and clicked it anyway because this is brand new so they they would not know but you know in the get to know you phase I guess I guess the last thing I'll say about it is this where I may offend you today trust me I'll offend the other side tomorrow something will come up you know they'll they'll do something and then hell I'll be sitting there because like I said my thing is I I don't. I am not very impressed with either side now. I don't like the extremes. I like the middle. I think sanity is in the middle. I think a sandbox aspect where where everybody has a hero is better than this shit that they're doing. This this you know, oh I, I'm saying that this is for everybody, but the trick is it's it's really not because the minute you start trying to run people out of the fandom, you can't claim it's for everybody. It's for the people that think like you. Period. Right. And that ain't so, cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't, and I don't care who you're trying to run out. It's, it's, it's not cool. So, in your honest opinion, from someone who's, from someone who's trying to create 
their own universe to where it's a sandbox for people to have representation of heroes, villains from all walks of life in the beginning. Would you say going into creating that universe, would you say is more apt to succeed knowing going into and creating a universe like that from the beginning or you knowing going into creating a universe like that from the beginning is destined to fail? Which one is it? I didn't quite get to get the question. Are you saying well, repeat the question? So I got it a little better. I ain't catch y'all. Okay. Up. So would you say creating a di diverse universe from the beginning mm -hmm. is a good idea or a bad idea? Why? Okay. Here's the trick. Create the universe you want. But create, but but create the story first. You get what I'm saying? Some things are universal. the The concept of heroism isn't a white mm -hmm. concept. It's not a black concept. It's not a straight concept. It's not a gay concept. It's a universal concept. Create a hero. Create a hero. Create a hero and and come up and create a story. A compelling story is a compelling story. And then you people it, you people it how you want. You can add, you know, the rest of that stuff is flavor text. It it truthfully is, you know, only true enough. You'll have some people that assume if you tell a good story and they can't see that the person is white, but they don't. Ain't nothing white about heroism. You get what I'm saying? It's it's heroism. Mm -hmm. So you create you create heroism. Period. And that's and then once once you've come up with the concept of what you want your hero to be and what you want the story to be, then you people it how you want. And you just people it. Period. Love story is a love story. Action flicks and action flick. Who's running, you know, who's in front of the explosion, who in the hell cares? If it's a good action flick, it's a good action flick. I mean, and that's, I guess that's what my approach is right now with trying to create this universe that I'm working on. It's to, to try to make it something for everybody from the beginning without it being forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, like I said, the game, the game story that I'm working on, yeah, it's, you know, when I got done with it, it's diverse, but the trick is, I I created the characters before I decided how they were going to look. I decided how they were going to look, like, damn near last. A lot of times, I decided how, a lot of times, I decided how they were going to look when I gave them, like, a real name. Yeah, I came well, up see, with like a superhero name and then I, you know, when this is what they do and this is how they act and this is how they feel to me and then I went, okay, and this is brother. You know, there are times that I've created characters, you know, like if it's something that I'm playing that I go, yeah, it's it's black because I'm essentially in, in game terms playing me. But that's not always the case. 
So that would be, you know, that would be my formula for success, such as it is, would be create the hero, create the personality, create the, create the situation, then flavor it how you want. You know, you can make it look like a Benetton ad if you want to, and if you don't, fuck it. If it's a good story, it's a good story. If they can't, if somebody can't handle, you know, the the flavor text you put in there, that's not really your problem. You told a good story. If the characters, you know, the fact that the character ain't white or is white or is gay or is woman or is black or whatever, if if folks can't handle that. That ain't really your issue. That's that's their issue. Your thing is to tell the best story you can. You know, and and the person's the person's flavor text should not be the story. You get what I'm saying? You know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 the thing. You know, if you're writing me as a character, I'm an ass. I'm not an ass because I'm black. Just 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 flavor text. The text is I'm an ass. <laughs> that's that's the point of the story. The point of the story is this dude's a jackass. I see, I see what you're saying. So you can have Earth's mightiest hero who just so happens to be gay. Yep, you good. Versus Earth's mightiest hero is gay. Or oh, he's the mightiest because he's gay. Yeah. That, that's Marvel's thing right now is Captain Marvel is the most powerful hero because vagina. That don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She yeah. don't suffer. She ain't earned it. It don't make sense in the story. She just the most powerful because vagina. You never want to do that. Or if you, or unless you want to work for Marvel, if you want to work for Marvel, then by all means do that. Because I hear that's how they hire. They look and find them, you know, the stickiest of the icky, and then they give them a job to basically go and wreck whatever <laughs> whatever character that they want. Wow. Hey, go well, go listen to the podcast. They don't encourage you to put in for Marvel. Marvel basically says, no, no, don't come to us. We'll find you. And the way they find you is they 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 encourage you to put out as much of your work online as, as you can. And if it basically fits with their current politic, then you might get a shot. You know, you too can, you know, take a Cro-Magnon character from the from the 70s and turn it into a little black girl and then we can scream diversity and inclusion. <laughs> don't get me, like I said, don't get me started on Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur because the only thing, if you if you are black and listen to that, go, but she's, she's the smartest. Go to your local comic book store if it still exists. Go into the, like, 10 cent bin and see if they got copies of Devil Dinosaur from the 70s, and you'll get to see just who they gender-swapped. It was an ape. Moon Boy was an ape boy. And before you, well, that's different. Nope. They got the same abilities. Just like just like Foster Thor is Thor, 
Moon Girl is Moon Boy. Far as abilities and storyline and, and yeah. Moon Boy was the smartest of his people. He was a mutant where Moon Girl is an inhuman. That's the only difference in them. Well, that and the fact that Moon Boy was a damn ape. Yeah. You ain't telling me nothing. Somebody at Marvel is sitting there tickled pink today. Some little bigoted somebody is tickled pink to their stomach. That black folks are so embracing the Moon Girl. Because if you were reading comics in the 70s, and I was, uh -huh. I, it, it had a dinosaur in it, and hell, it, hell, matter of fact, a character even crossed over with Godzilla, and in the 80s, you had a one of the X-books called Fallen Angels, where, yeah, Moon, Bo Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur got brought to current day at the time, and yeah, was on the team because Moon Boy was a mutant, and his trick was he was the smartest of his people. When I saw Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur for the first time, I was like, what the hell is this shit? Yep. So now I think I've offended everybody, so I guess it's time to go. <laughs> like I said, shouldn't have never let that motherfucker have a podcast. Shouldn't have never let him. Shouldn't have never interviewed him. <laughs> wow, it, it's definitely been entertaining. <laughs> But yeah, so this is this is Impulse, and we'll be here prayerfully once a week, and sometimes we'll have guests, and then sometimes I guess we'll rant. But most of the time, we'll talk about the things that everybody and truly that everybody can truly relate on, which is or we could be the bad boys again. You know, like when we went gold team in RCR, we could be we could be the bad boys of podcasting. Woo. Mm. <laughs> that's like a that's like a that's like a a slice of NWO coming back again. Yeah, that was my group. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put the four horsemen back together. <laughs> Except there was only over three of us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So anyway, yeah, for the most part, I guess it's been, it's been it's been grand. Yeah, you know, like I said, I I probably guaranteed that you know I will never be like a super success or nothing like that. Because oh sweet God, not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? This might take off, and we might we might be actually sitting around a year from now, going, "Hey, remember when we were talking about this?" And look where we are now. Huh, you said you'd never be a success. Look what you know. Covered in hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. I'd never spend my money on hookers and blow because they keep putting out Marvel Legends every year. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm close to I'm 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 super close to the hot toy collection thing right now. It's, yeah, it's my hand is my hand is itching, and I know if I start off on that path, I'm not forever buying anything it, forever else. Forever will it, forever will it dominate your destiny. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why I don't mess with him. It's like that's Tony the collector. He had everything, gave it all up for hot toys. 
Like I said, if if you ever decide to do that, I need the superior octopus because my rhino is missing an arm. <laughs> I'm yeah, you do not hear me laughing at all. I got an incomplete. So many people. I got an incomplete rhino, and I need that damn arm. There's so many people, man. So many people are like, dude, I know if you're talking about giving up toys, I want this, and I want this, and I want this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but tricky as hell. I want the damn, I don't care about the rest of it. Now, if you give up toys, then, then yeah, I want my, uh, give me my Transformers back. But Oh, yeah, uh, we already <laughs> that. That's, a, that, that's part of the deal. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I just want that Rhino. I mean, I just want that superior octopus. Hell, I ain't even want the figure. I just want the arm out of that motherfucker. I don't, you know. <laughs> it's like I said. It's like I said. If, if, if I'm going to dive off into it, oh, I'm I'm going to dive off into it. I'm not just going to buy just one. I'm going to buy an assortment of them to, to compensate for all the stuff you gave I, up. I'll, yeah, because I'll be giving up all my Marvel Legends, my Marvel Universe, my Masters of the Universe, my G.I. Joes, oh, my, the Transformers, all that. Because, I mean, if I'm going to dive into it, I'm, I'm getting the ones that I want. That means I'm going to have to go back and spend a little bit so, more than what I... So, basically, what you're saying is you get into Hot Toys, I got to get a U-Haul and come up there. Yep, you might have to. You think I won't. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about Shit. my Pops, my Figuarts, my... my my Ultraman, Bandai, all that stuff, all that. Like, if it's a toy, it's it's got to be liquidated, and the money that I'm getting off of that is going into my next big venture of collect, which will be Hot Toys. All right, so now and, we, to- we totally got to get off here because this is going on the two-hour mark. We have probably lost every, <laughs> list, every listener we ever thought about having. I doubt it. So anyway, dude, but, you hosted this one. Wrap it up. All right, so <laughs> this has been Tony the Hitman Horton, and you've had a sample of what we come to know as Todd the Todd Father Holland. Yep, you got a taste of the Todd Father. <laughs> right in your face. I'd be shocked Dave, if this gets a view. <laughs> Dave Chappelle will be proud. <laughs> So anyway, like I said, catch us here. If you li- if you like this rant, you know, like, share, subscribe. If you didn't like the rant, share it anyway and go listen to this asshole. I can't stand anything he said. He's burning hell. We don't care because it still likes. It still it yep. still works. <laughs> you know, share us because you like us or share your outrage. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Until next time. We'll catch you later. Peace.